Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normia Vasquez-Scales, at your disposal. episode, Independence Day, Staking Your Claim, Rescripting the Rule Book, ladies and gentlemen. No complaints and no regrets. I still believe in chasing dreams and placing bets, but I have learned that all you give is all you get, so give it all you got. I had my share, I drank my fill, and even though I'm satisfied, I'm hungry still to see what's down another road beyond the hill and do it all again. So here's to life and every joy it brings. So here's to life, to dreamers and their dreams. Funny how the time just flies, how love can go from warm hellos to sad goodbyes and leave you with memories you've memorized to keep your winters warm. For there is no yes in yesterday, and who knows what tomorrow brings or takes away. As long as I'm still in the game, I want to play for laughs, for life, for love. So here's to life and every joy it brings. Here's to life for for dreamers and their dreams. May all your storms be weathered, and all that's good get better. Here's to life. Here's to love. Here's to you. May all your storms be weathered, and all that's good gets better. Here's to life. Here's to love. Here's to you. Welcome back yet again, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another sprightly episode. It's been an utmost effervescent, adventurous, aesthetically overwhelming interval. Sheila Hilton de Toro for Lenza rejoins us again this episode, so please stay tuned, my dear listeners. I'm trusting that you've mutually had the same effervescent interval as this aforementioned prelude that I've just uttered, proclaimed, in fact, to all And the lyrics to this breathtaking song that I had the pleasure of hearing alongside my father, mother, sister, niece, and son at Ramsey Fest and Ravinia in Highland Park, Illinois this season. So fellow jazz fanatics and enthusiasts are probably most familiar with the selection. Yet, despite my vast musical repertoire, which I pride myself upon, this selection was actually completely fresh and foreign to me positively foreign, yet it's too breathtaking of a selection for me not to share with you all, ladies and gentlemen, not to mention the timing and relevancy of this song, of this timeless hymn, 
could it couldn't have been more impeccable. So here's to life. Synonymous with the Carpe Diem philosophy, this platform, this very platform, is comprised, is structured, is built upon. This is a foundation, Carpe Diem, that I have incessantly spoken of. Two recently climactic moments embodying a family emergency, none other than a medical setback pertaining to my dear father, coupled with a misunderstanding between a trusted member of my circle that cast me into this carpe diem hyperdrive that you've heard me speaking speak of. Well, I'm sorry, it cast me into hyperdrive, ladies and gentlemen. In layman's terms, this crashing reality of there being no guarantees in life and with all things, heightened with family values, which became fortified alongside sound principles, they all spurred me to unload my bucket list to the ninth degree. We're talking municipal waste site dumping, unloading of, of uh, bucket list items. So seizing, seizing, pardon me, seizing the day emerged and established a new precedent, to say the least. And it, it evoked my newfound independence, this Independence Day that you heard me speaking of at the threshold of what we deem here, our holidays, the 4th of July, which is not a sheer coincidence. However, it's not a, a coincidence by any stretch of the imagination. Travel on steroids manifested for me personally, of affording a long-awaited voyage to the picturesque old Quebec City, the Ile d'Orléans, which is the island of Orleans, and old, my, an old, old Montreal, where I finally sank my teeth into the annual Montreal International Jazz Fest that I had been salivating about for years, year upon year upon year. Why am I saying all of this, ladies and gentlemen? I'm imploring you all to do the same. Again, this foundation is based upon seizing the day, you know, void of those regrets, living responsibly, yet on one's own, own terms indulging more so than defying and neglecting and denying oneself of life's pleasures. Again, the dang Duchess is on the, is, um, on the line who's actually going to dialogue with me on this subject. So I finally clinched, you know, that experience, that Canadian experience that I've been so curious about. My curiosity had finally became satisfied, quenched at last. I savored every croissant, French pastry, gelato, poutine, walked for eight consecutive plus hours, canvassing as much of that Canadian Canadian terrain as I could possibly summon, walking myself into oblivion, in fact. Poutine, filet mignon, among postcard images of people, places, and things that are still burned, soldered, and embedded within the forefront of my thoughts, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm imploring you to do the same. Yes, I encourage you to visit Montreal and Quebec City, but not necessarily in the literal sense, but in the figurative sense as well. I basked in that French jetted bathtub sitting on legs, engulfed in opulence, yielded from the Chateau Le Bon Enfant, forging friendships among the journey alongside synchronized thinkers that mutually relished, lived, to live life void of the status quo, such as, such as myself. 
passerbys that shared similar philosophies on life. To live it responsibly yet wholly and passionately, as I implore. Indulging in the pristine gifts of life both in sweet solace and among loved ones. Fellow gluttons for life, for living life to the utmost. Deflecting, defying regret and the notion to defer one's attainable dreams and aspirations. Hence, our, quote, Independence Day became a recurring affair. I mean that in the figurative context. So although the national holiday Independence Day here in America has come and gone, my personal Independence Day, our personal Independence Days in our respective contexts, they unfurl daily, albeit in solitude or amongst one circle of cherry-picked family and friends. I know I, I, I can speak for myself personally, which magnifies with each new encounter on a day-to-day basis, leaving me personally to, mar- to marinate in gratitude. Listeners, my dear ladies and gentlemen, are you rejoicing in your independence? Do you comfortably defy the status quo, thereby living on your own terms? such as I. If so, you're on course. Never defer your dreams, my listeners. Life is a priceless gift and devour it. Time is absolutely priceless and cannot be captured or or regained, so milk it to the fullest. Here's a poem written by the incomparable Langston Hughes, which some of you may be familiar, familiar with, titled A Raisin in the Sun synonymous with the subject of, in this context, in my context, of undeferring what's dreams. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry and shrivel up like a raisin in the sun? Or fester like a sore, then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Does it sag like a heavy load? Or does it explode? Without further ado, I reintroduce to you the Dank Duchess herself. Welcome back to the Recalibrating the Scales radio show, Duchess. How are you this evening? Hi. Hi. It's wonderful to be here, Mia. It's wonderful to be here with your listeners. Oh, absolutely. And thank you. Thank you so much for for agreeing to come back under the wire. I know it was, again, short notice, you know, but I really, really treasure the fact that you carved out time out of your insanely busy schedule you know, to be with us this evening. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Yeah. Especially, you know, what you were talking about, independence. And, you know, our conversations, mm-hmm. we're all about the independence. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, Duchess, can you share with our new listeners a bit about you and your craft with our uh, new listeners that may be tuning in? Sure, sure. Uh, in brief, I am the Dank Duchess. I am a hash making consultant. I am a cannabis cultivator and writer for various magazines. And I'm an educator who travels to teach people the benefits of cannabis and cannabis concentrate. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And if you haven't done so already, uh, we have a dialogue, she and I. Um, this was in light of 420, 
I implore you all mm-hmm. to revisit available on demand. So please tune in and retune in at your leisure. Yes, yes. We had a good time talking then. Oh, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that. And you, I did learn a few things or two. I did. I did. <laughs> so appreciate you enlightening me because I am definitely, definitely a glutton for knowledge as I am mm-hmm. uh, life. <laughs> and the episode. So, um well, do you prefer to be called by the dank duchess or you prefer to be called by No, you? I just go by Duchess. Everyone calls me just Duchess, you know. The Dank Duchess, duchess is like the duchess. name of the brand, but I just go by Duchess. Duchess. Gotcha. Okay. Of course so, you call me Woody. <laughs> that is right. That is right. One of my best 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 friends, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And um Duchess, can you share your philosophy on life, life as you've discovered it? You and I, I mean, we, we're both free spirits. We've canvassed terrain. We've embarked upon many things, many experiences. Uh, what comes to mind when you hear the phrase Independence Day, coupled with your, your actual philosophy on life? Oh, I mean, it's quite quite interesting that you have asked, especially since I'm going through quite a bit of a metamorphosis. I don't know if this is the greatest time for that, well, with retrogrades and such, but it is what it is, and Independence Day is pretty important because, you know, we speak of Independence Day on a historical level, but we often need to be looking at the historical situation within ourselves. A lot of times we are uh, confined in our self-made jail which we perpetuate thinking that it's morally upstanding to do so so that we may conform with the will of society. Not understanding that our souls are being trapped and stomped on and crushed and the little boy or little girl we always been, you know, dreams are just dashed away because we're forgetting the importance of independence, you know, being born, I'm an only child, and I was born on January 1st, and my parents, like, drilled independence, perhaps to a fault, in my head, but I do appreciate that there was a sense of, you can do this on your own, you've come into this world alone, you can live very well by your own standards, and then you will eventually die alone, and, um, you know, they may, that may seem extreme. However, we do have to understand that we are self-sufficient in many ways. And we we sort of coddle ourselves into believing that we must have the approval of everyone we can ever imagine before we move forward. The problem with that is that that's like making, you know, a, a decision about your life via committee. And you know what happens when you make a horse via committee, you get a camel, you know, no matter what the best intentions are. So if you have everybody having some amount of input, even if it's just an unconscious level of influence on you, then you're really never being able to live the super fantastic life possible, the life that your spirit and God has seen forth to have you experience 
because you're too busy worrying about the expectations of mere mortals, uh, you know, of the ordinary other person who he or she is also stressing about uh, about their perspectives on independence and interdependence. At this point, I'm realizing, you know, at 40, you know, at 40, I am realizing how much it is important to live, listen to my own voice in my head that I have to have faith that my parents raised me right. And that, you know, by 40, I have gotten some nuggets of wisdom along the way so that I can listen to myself first before I take in the wisdom of others. Because our friends and family have the best in mind for us for the most part, but that doesn't mean that they're the best captain of our ship. So that's how I feel about that. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, and I mean, I'm hoping I'm not misinterpreting what you're saying. I'm not, we, we, we are synchronized in thought. But when um, I was guilty of this for many years, thinking that, oh, you're, I'm, I'm being selfish, you know, mm-hmm. necessarily deferring to the status quo, as you say, our, which, which consists of our parents and various vast and varied members of our circle. Uh, when in fact, it's the country. You know, mm-hmm. Today, like, like you said, we were born into this life, into this world as individuals, and we will leave it as individuals. Um, mm-hmm. So every decision that we make is, is on that case-by-case basis, you know, factoring in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever you deem, you know, to you know, fit to indulge in, whatever in, in practices, whatever recreation, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that's what counts. I want to mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back. I'm turning it back over, over to you. I don't, so I prefer I don't to hear you speak. <laughs> well, it's conversation, Dolly. It's conversation. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, we... A lot of times it, it kind of feels like life is still the eighth grade, but it really isn't. It's funny thing is social media has us believing in many ways that life is still like the insecurity of the eighth grade and then the popularity hunt of the ninth through twelfth grade. And because of that, then we have, you know, we have a reward system set up in our bodies. Um, just because we do need to be able to get along in order to survive. You know, that's hardwired in our body. But at this point, you know, we can order everything in. You don't need the tribe to literally survive, perhaps socially and mentally. You do, but you can really live as a solo flyer, like a, a little mangrove seed just floating along the ocean. You can do that. But with that being said, we then find the need at all times to uh, categorize ourselves under these labels and within these cliques of acceptance, which bring us back to this reward system of if I do A and everybody likes A, then everyone likes me. Too bad I don't really like doing A, but I really want everyone to like me, so now I'm stuck doing A because I want people to like me, but I'm hating myself for doing A. Not understanding that, you know what, if you went on to do B, guess what? A whole other set of people will like you just fine. 
And if at no at some point it seems like no one likes you, that's fine. You can be by yourself for a little bit. Eventually, another mangrove seed will come along and you'll make a forest. You know, we, we get so um, caught up in the immediacy of it all, and social media is one of the things that, that does it. You know, I'm not going to lie. You know, every single like is a dopamine hit. And if you have notifications on and you're getting likes and likes and likes, it's like, oh, I've got to keep doing this because I can keep up the little jolts of, of dopamine. And often you'll see that it's, it's the, the crowd's um, affirmations have started to formulate your personality and what you post and the views that you espouse because you're still waiting for that dopamine hit. You want to make sure you're saying the right things so that everybody can still be good with you. In no way is that in independence. That's not even interdependence. That's a level of unbalanced codependence on other persons. This is dependence on other people's validation. And that will never, ever fill your bucket. I mean, that's just, that's the the hole in the bottom of the bucket is way bigger than that could ever be filled from the top. If you're looking for someone else's validation in order to get through life for every aspect. Yeah. That's kind of like high school. This is not high school. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, once again, I wholeheartedly agree with you. You just, it's just one of those scenarios where, um, it's like you're an only child and I'm a middle child. I definitely have that complex where I have to constantly remind myself that, Mia, no matter how hard you try to create a, a win-win situation, it can be done in most yeah. cases. But somebody, you know, so, someone along along the line is gonna gonna feel slighted. I just yep. can't necessarily not sounding pessimistic, but being realistic, you just can't win them all. Okay, but mm-hmm. giving your mission, and that's basically what I'm hearing. I think what I'm, I believe I'm hearing from you, which again, we're on the same page with as well, giving yourself permission to say, hey, like, I love that analogy, the mangrove, you know, hey, you know, however the chips may fall, if we hit it off, if I fit into your, your scheme of things, if I fit into your group, your clique, whatever, great. If not, then, you know, another ship will come in. Like you said, another mangrove, you know. There's someone and, you know, some people for for, for everyone um, in that context. And in the case of where it may be a situation where um, you might say, you know, well, hey, I'm, it's, it, I'm just going to go solo. I do a lot of, and so do you, engage mm-hmm. in a lot of little independent activities. So, again, this inspired the episode of that Independence Day being a daily mm-hmm. occurrence. And in that having those independence days in our own respective contents, giving ourselves permission to do so and to not, you know, mm-hmm. void of, you know, void of guilt, you know, void of, you know, feeling the need to people please, you know, which, yep. you know, it, which has a tendency to rear its head. But I'm going to turn it back over to you. <laughs> yeah. That's the big thing, that that desire to people please keeps us, again, in these cliques and in these formations that may no longer suit us. And that's not the, it's not to say that we shouldn't be in groups of people who uh, support us, who have their opinions that make us feel good. That's not saying that, 
No, I'm not saying that that's the problem, but when we become overly dependent on the nods and the yeses and the applause of others, and therefore we we naturally don't reach out, we don't branch out, our horizons are shortened because we want to stay within the limited confines of groupthink. All of that is problematic, and it's better that people find this out early than get to 80 and then suddenly realize, you know, my personality was subverted by the fact that I was trying to be like everybody else. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's okay. A, a big issue. Indeed. And I think that right Indeed. now, I mean, if I have to say one thing, Willie, it, I'm sorry for calling you Willie. If there's one thing no. I could say, it's like, it's not all about, I mean, of course, right now, we're, we probably are speaking to adults. I think it's crucial that we indoctrinate. And to me, it's an indoctrination because there's so much influence of the other that it's an indoctrination that is necessary as early as possible to tell children, to instill in children the importance of self-belief and Mm self-regard so that independence grows naturally, so that they understand that their inner spirit speaks to them so very well that if everyone's going A and they feel B, then B is the answer for them. I think that's a big thing. If we could have a whole class about that, that'd be great. Oh, my goodness. Well, I implore that. And I don't know. If you're thinking, I look forward to continuing these conversations on your platform as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll That's going to be that. fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be fun. And I know, if I know time has gotten away from us already. Um, it just seems to burn, to blow by on this platform. But I did want to ask <laughs> you the that we have remaining. What do you deem to be, and this might be redundant, what happens to a dream deferred in your perspective? You know, that Langston Hughes, that poem is so relevant uh, mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. What happens opinion. to a dream deferred? Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. a dream deferred, oh, it's one of the saddest things, you know. It's, it's like taking a star and just bit by bit folding it smaller and smaller until it's just a speck and it's out. And it's so sad to see uh, someone's light die and just burn out from lack of use and lack of esteem. So we all have, like you said earlier, we all have these dreams that burn inside of us. And I believe that we wouldn't have the dreams if the dreams weren't doable, if they weren't worthwhile, if they weren't going to be impactful in at least one person's life. But then we get so caught up in whether other people are going to understand our dream. We often require that people show and prove to us that our dream is worthwhile as if we're looking through the same set of glasses. If everyone had the same vision, We'd be the same person, but we don't have the same vision. We may have the same idealistic notions, but the way we get there is like, you know, as many points on a sphere as possible. It's an infinity of ways of getting there. But unfortunately, we believe that the idea of having big dreams is for them, those people, and somebody else. And it's so sad to know that they don't understand it's for every single one of us. Yes, 
Oh, I like that. You know, very profound. Very profound. Be, uh, before, hold on to that thought, because I definitely want to continue that conversation offline. Um, mm-hmm. Is there, do you have any final thoughts before I close out the episode? Um, any means of, if you'd like to broadcast, any means of, any way to contact you? Sure. Um, I can be found on all social media as The Dank Duchess. My website is www.thedankduchess.com. And I'm always Mm -hmm. open to talk to people about different perspectives of how to get to that ultimate balanced place within ourselves and our positive self-regard. So I'm open to talk to to anyone about that here on this platform or others. And thank you. Thank you very much for the space. And, and thank you in exchange. And I look forward to stand by. I look forward to resuming. Okay. I'd like to render the utmost thanks and gratitude to Duchess for coming back on the, on the air with us and lending her, her uh, very, very, very uh, five-dimensional perspective. Mutual five-dimensional thinker, always has been, always will be. And I love you for that. I'm telling you that will be an exchange. And I did say we'll be on the air. I'd like to also apply my, applaud my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, for all of your unwavering support. And coupled with you listeners, spanning especially in the globe, magnifying. Just remember, your listenership uh, basically formulates the, the broad shoulders of this platform. Please continue listening. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez-Scales, signing off.